Okay, campers, rise and shine, and don't forget your booties, because it's cold out there today. Welcome to Sink Floyd, the only podcast where we watch every single film ever made to find out what sinks of Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler, and joining me is James Barron. Hi there, it's me, James Barron. <laughs> Brr, it's cold out here this morning, man. We're recording. It actually is really, really cold. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> freezing in my room here, recording this Aww. podcast. For you, the listener, um, yeah, we got we got a we got a good one for you today. I hope it's uh, a <laughs> yeah. it's bloody Groundhog Day. The Groundhog Bill, Day. Groundhog Day. It's the Bill Murray classic, uh, Harold Ramis directed film. Um, I, hard to describe. I would put it halfway be- between a science fiction story and a rom com. Um, yeah, it's a lot yeah. going on. So. Yeah, the op- the opus of it? That's not the right usage of that word, but the opus <laughs> of it. We're is, so used to um, saying opus. <laughs> the opus of it is that Bill Murray wakes up on uh, February the 2nd, 1993, mm-hmm. again and again and again, trapped in the same small town in the same day, yeah. reliving everything, and he's the only one aware of it. Yeah. He's caught in a um, time loop. Yes, and if he'd walked into any magazine store in February 1993, he would have seen Pink Floyd on the cover of Guitar World magazine. Whoa! <laughs> That's crazy. This, he definitely had a copy of that. He's read that magazine hundreds of yeah. times. <sighs> Mate, ah, oh, what a link. What a bloody <laughs> a link in a sink. I had to go so deep to find that. They were <laughs> not doing much on any February seconds. <laughs> hey, man, they're doing their best. Yeah. Is that kind of a year off their like final classic lineup album? Oh wow, say. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, they're like yeah, they're, they're hard. They're working hard. They can't be relevant every day of the week. They're no, doing their best, true. you know. Except in some this days, podcast. even we don't think about Pink Floyd. Wow, I mean, those days are getting really few and far between. That's true. <laughs> it is. It is getting very rare. I like am finding myself humming the like just my like background humming noise is now like excerpts from the album which is maybe worrying but uh yeah i'm gonna blow on by that one i think that's probably fine (laughs) yeah i mean yes we're a little trapped in a replaying and replaying of something but Mm. you know it could be worse it could be it could be a lot a lot worse honestly (laughs) (laughs) james what's your relationship with bill murray bill murray um Honestly, probably through this film was my introduction to Bill Murray. Oh, yeah. This is like the earliest of his work that I've seen. Um, yeah, I just I, I'm a big I'm a fan of him. I like him in this and like uh, Lost in Translation, mm. and yeah, uh, of course his appearances in um, uh, what's his name's films, that Wes Anderson's films. Yeah, yeah, great, great in those films. He's just having a bit of fun most of the time. <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of few and far between in those films now. Just shows up to wear a cool outfit, yeah, and have a good time. Yeah, that's a good, yeah. good way to be. Heck yeah! Much like that's Kurt a... Russell in that Fast and Furious movie, he's just like <laughs> here, to, here to have a good time. So yeah, I, I can respect that. Oh yeah, yeah. What about yourself? What's your relationship with Bill Murray? Um, I I don't think I was a huge fan for a while, mm. but then it was um, so we both grew up in Christchurch where not you and I not Bill Murray and I <laughs> um, where there was this earthquake and then after the earthquake I found myself really drawn to Bill Murray's performances like I'd watch mm. like his West, especially his Wes Anderson's and yep. his um, I think he's only in one Sofia Copeland film Lost in Translation but yeah, just like think- the sadness this like I think someone known for being funny and then for being so sad in these films just really got me. And I got like, I made my own Bill Murray t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, I designed my brother's tattoo, which is Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I went pretty deep. I The only artwork I've ever sold was to a guy who wanted a Bill Murray print. And I cool. sent that to him and I never heard back. So oh, what? <laughs> I hope it arrived. Did you get, oh, did you get paid? <laughs> yeah. Oh, presumably then he did. He got it. Yeah. Well, I would assume. Otherwise, you would have you would have definitely heard from him if he didn't receive it. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah, people don't tend to just be like, "Yeah, there goes money." He is a master, Bill Murray, that of that um, bittersweet kind of acting. He's a very very Heck funny yeah. guy, but he's also like a very he's got the comedy thing, like very like Robin Williamsy, where you've got the sadness behind it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that goes hand in hand with a lot of comedians, but like, yeah, definitely. 
definitely one of Bill's strengths as an actor. Mm. And I think yeah. that's why, like, because I probably hadn't seen this film since I was a kid. Mm. And initially I was kind of like, oh, is this going to be that good? Like, this is the sad actor. Is he going to be all right handling this comedy? And then, like, re-watching it, uh, watched it one and a half times yesterday. Oh, wow. <laughs> and watched it again today. Mm. And, yeah, he rips. It's it's great. Yeah, man. It's a, it's a funny movie, but it definitely is a sad movie as well. Like, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of pretty harsh themes happening that's like undercut by the comedy in this movie so oh yeah there's yeah. a jovial suicide montage which there is sure like, is this must be the only film with that in it yeah right like oh man yeah. <laughs> he sure is giving up on himself yeah. isn't that funny <laughs> <laughs> dang um but yeah let's in order to in order to see how we get there we're gonna need to work our way through some sync ups with some quality uh dark side of the moon yeah Ooh, does that oh, sound yeah. good to you that sounds great to me hey all right Start one in. Let's pop out from our holes and start recording a wee podcast. All right, don't see a shadow, mate. Hey, mate, I'll never look behind myself. <laughs> never, <laughs> never look for that shadow. I want it to be. I don't want this winter to be six weeks longer than it already is. It feels like we're getting into it now. It's like start yeah. of winter, but yeah, I'm. I, I'm a big fan of winter generally, but I don't know. It doesn't need to be longer than it. <laughs> by the time no, it gets to the end, it's, it lasts I'm long of it. enough. It sure does. Yeah, I don't need a groundhog to tell me what to do. <laughs> no one does. No. All right. Um, th- my first sync up is... Sure. So Bill Murray, he finishes presenting the weather. He sits down. He gives the rest of his, like, cheerful banter and says mm. that he's going to spend tomorrow, February the 2nd, in um, a town I should have written down because it's a huge part of the plot. Thank you. Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney. Yeah, there you go. And then after a bit more banter, the lights dim and you see suddenly this Bill Murray cynicism wash over him and you find mm. out like, oh no, he's he's not that cheery about this. No. And it's exactly what Pink Floyd say, don't be afraid to care. Yeah. Which is sort of the lesson Bill has to learn. Yeah. We've just had the, like his little weather report. Bill Murray plays a weatherman in this. Yeah. A weatherman. There's a great song in the actual uh, Cullens movie <laughs> yeah. about, about being a weatherman, which I, which I enjoy. But, um, yeah my i've got a, a little a little minor sync before this where he like Ooh. where breathers playing and he does a big old breathe out to push that cold front <laughs> oh. across the <laughs> across the screen oh, i didn't even click for that it's a little cheeky one um but yeah there's yeah he's been all cynicism like uh being a cynic being a yeah. bit nasty as he is throughout mm. the, the movie um because we've got to start from somewhere and yeah he encounters uh rita andy mcdowell's character yeah yeah she's like doing a fun like blue screen yeah something we've all done on zoom chats now yeah definitely dreams yeah you just like you wear accidentally a t-shirt that matches your background and suddenly you (laughs) you have no um torso good stuff quality gags are quality gags yeah what's your go-to for the old zoom background gareth i know you're an aficionado of this um oh i do like get um get someone else's background behind them and make yep. that your background so it looks like you're in the same spot yeah um, i'm suddenly in give your a house sh- how do you how do you deal with that <laughs> in your seat <laughs> we've got to give a huge shout out to our friend james baston who started a zoom call with me and we were like what's up with your background why have you got a fake version of your own room and then he behind him opened his door walked in and walked out Whoa! so he filmed himself that so, is a quality zoom gag that's next level man that's yeah. that's impressive stuff what's your one? <laughs> oh, mate i can't do it i'd like i I've, i have only got access to um the old the zoom on my phone so i don't have the option of doing the the background unfortunately uh. Yeah, I would put, but if given the opportunity, I'd probably put myself over, like, various fantasy backdrops, like, Lord of the Rings style, like, me and Mount yeah. Doom. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's prob- very you. Yeah, that's, that, that would be the move, if given the opportunity, yeah, mm. for sure. I also like to, um, if I've got a phone and a laptop, is join the call again as myself on mute, and then just have a different angle of myself for everyone to look at. Oh, nice, camera just, two. Yeah. I like that. Very, very profesh. Yeah, not so much a gag as it is like a favor. Like, hey, here's the other side of me. (laughs) If you're going to cut this together later, this Zoom call, get the highlights. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing this for you. (laughs) 
Yeah. So we get, yeah, we get like a, I, anyway, I mentioned Andy McDowell doing the blue screen thing. We get just like a, the crazy, like synth trill bit of, mm. <laughs> of um, Breed, like right before he says, run rabbit run. That that happens right when she's dancing around on the blue screen. And we get yeah. a shot of Bill Murray's face being like, damn, <laughs> who's, who's, who's that girl? You know? Yeah. Yeah, and leave. They say leave, don't leave me, as mm-hmm. he's talking about leaving the station and also leaving for the small town. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. We it's get, a strong um, breathe, this, this run for it. It is. We're getting like quite a few things already like right at the start yeah. of the movie, which I'm pretty stoked with. But yeah, uh, I've got no, it's saying that I've got nothing left and I'm ready to move on to On the Run. Yeah, yeah, there's, I actually don't even have anything for On the Run. So oh, really? Oh, okay. starting, starting strong. Much like the breath that he uses to move the, fake move the clouds. Mm. There's a lot of puff at the beginning, but then not a lot following through. Yeah, true. Yeah, what we got for On the Run. Uh, just, just that they're like, in the van, they're going to Pugs of Tawny now and um, he's just been a jerk about blood sausage, which is... <laughs> Maybe the grossest thing. Not a big fan of blood sausage. No, me neither. Rita says she's into it, but I don't know, man. I think she's joking around. I think she's messing. I think she's yeah. messing about. Yeah. Uh, I actually put that there's no no sync up with the crash and on the run, which I'm happy about no. because they are driving as the song is playing. <laughs> so, yeah, very good, different film. Good work. <laughs> Just like four minutes in, there's, there's a car crash and the film's over. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Oh pretty different <laughs> yeah don't even get to the magic part of it yeah so yeah but however um we've got the the very first uh proper sync really that we're like the clocks the clock yes. the radio clock the iconic radio clock with the flipping um what do you call them the little numbers on that flip over on the little clock right i'll oh, just call them numbers yeah, yeah. The little number tile thingies it's like one of those old rotary kind of phones. Not phones. Yeah. Rotary clocks. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> this always happens to me. But yeah, That's flick- right. It's 2020. Phones are clocks now. Phones are clocks. It flicks over to 6am for the first time. This is like the first... You don't know that it's going to be repeating, but this is the first time. First day. Yeah. Here in Punxsutawney. And all the clocks go off at the start of time, and that prompts Bill Murray to get up out of bed. Yes. Yes. That has been the best um turn up of the clocks so far absolutely yeah i'm pretty happy with that like very appropriate like were you scared by this or were you just like (sighs) no i was really waking up's clock time yeah oh i'm glad you're finally you finally have overcome your fear throughout the help (laughs) we'll see okay (laughs) we'll see (laughs) yeah um it's i think that's the cleanest clock sync we've had so yeah i'm pretty happy about that one yeah um like, that's the kind of sync, I think, that's so powerful. Like, it would go on that Wikipedia page for uh, Dark Side of the Rainbow and other people who have tried this kind of experiment. Yeah, definitely. Like, I reckon, and, yeah, it's a plot yeah. point. Yeah, but I wrote that that would be the sync that would make a lesser podcaster gasp because we've seen a lot mm. more. Mm. We're, we're, deep. D- we're in it for beyond the buzzword headlines, you know? Yes, we've fallen down the groundhog's hole of the of the <laughs> sinking up, so yeah. we're like we're we're well deep in this now. So yeah, oh, yeah. We're, we're ready. We're there's there's more quality sinks to come. Yeah. And more more that we've seen and more to come, so Oh, yeah. yeah. What a journey. <laughs> what a journey. <laughs> Speaking of a journey, he journeys downstairs. Mm, yes. We've got, uh, and... yeah, time is playing as over the first yeah. day. It's we get, like the ominous kind of guitar solo-y stuff. It just like, adds a different kind of layer to this first day. If, since we know what's going to happen. Mm. Like, yeah. Pretty, pretty crazy. The vocal of time starts up as he, like, leaves the hotel room. Because we get, like, all these little moments that are about to be repeated. But um, Yeah. Very good like comedy direction to kind of lay that stuff down to know yeah. it's going to repeat harold ramus is like putting all these little details in that are like yeah. seem run of the mill but are going to be super important which is pretty cool yeah um yeah uh yeah he's leaving the hotel and we get the encounter with uh needle nose ned ned the head ned dot 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 ryerson uh, <laughs> my boy Thank you. yeah played by steven tobolowski i don't know yeah. if, that, if i'm saying that right he's a great actor and he's he, so good yeah, really fun in this movie. <laughs> Saying yeah. the same like crazy lines about insurance and yeah, uh, and just going bing. Yes, <laughs> I don't know the rules of his bing. 
Yeah, and everyone should have consistent Bing rules. He doesn't really. He just like has it because he's super excited to see him, I guess. But he's yeah. like he drops it in at random intervals. He does like at the end of the movie, he does a really weird like cat's meow sound. Oh, so good! <laughs> Which is bizarre, but I love it. <laughs> it's like wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like holy shit. All right, man. He's got his own vibe, but yeah, he just wants to sell insurance, and I'm I'm happy to see him. Hey, what's Ned's favorite search engine? Bing, baby. Bing. Got there. Yeah. <laughs> Got there. Uh-huh. And people say there's no jokes on this show. Um, yeah, so we're moving on now. We, we're going down a gobbler's knob. The celebrations <laughs> are kicking off here. Everyone is grooving to the second verse of time. Dancing yeah. around. There's a shitload of people here. Oh, it's yeah. um, it's a huge deal down in Punxsutawney. I think it actually is in real life. I don't know much many facts about groundhog day in general because it's a american holiday if it's even a holiday it's a celebrated thing over there hmm. but um yeah i'm pretty sure this really happens this big like celebration over in punxsutawney right it's all based on yeah. fact yeah or if not it's kind of weird because it would be like a self-fulfilling thing that now because it's happened in the movie it yeah, would that's be more true. likely to happen like that maybe yeah maybe it wasn't a, a huge thing before it's it is the kind of thing that like reeks of like mass of deep tradition and Oh, pomp yeah. and circumstance and stuff so i am inclined to believe that it was happening at the time like uh, they just chose it he i think he chose it harold chose it at random just like this was he gave new meaning to groundhog day <laughs> oh heck yeah yeah there's um like i think dictionary websites all over have been writing big articles about like groundhog day used to mean this but now it means stuck in a loop yeah it's because of a movie and people yeah. are like wow <laughs> whoa diction- i'm glad i subscribed to the news section of this dictionary <laughs> website dictionary news <laughs> gotta keep up with all the cool new slang it's super important oh yeah yeah i'm trying i wanted to make like a a cool new slang kind of joke but i realized how out of touch i would be and wouldn't <laughs> it would not at all land really so. talking about the lit or oh. Let horary oh. world. Oh no! <laughs> no. Mm. Oh. Um, I've just searched dictionary on news, and uh, there's a man who can pronounce every word in the dictionary. So shout out to Jacques Bailey. Hey, that's cool. All right, <laughs> he can pronounce every English word in the dictionary. Okay. Yeah. I'd like. Yeah. I don't know if that's a massive oh. achievement. Uh, there are some pretty crazy words. I'm, I'm going to give it to Jacques. Right. I'm yeah. Good on him. Get, get out there, Jacques. Shout outs to you. Um, yeah. If you're listening, we'd love to have you on. Oh yeah. You can great. teach us how to pronounce literary and yep. uh the t- name of this town. Yep. Stephen Tobolowski's name, if I'm yeah. saying that right, anything. <laughs> People gonna... listen to the show for the research we do. It's true. I think that's exactly why they listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so we get uh buddy Pugs of Tawny Phil, the little groundhog, we get his decree, right? He's he's yeah. that happens right as we move into great gig in the sky his he says he sees his bloody shadow you know it's gonna be mm. six more weeks of winter we get the melancholy kind of turn of the album yeah later on um bill associates this with being like part of his weird curse <laughs> and then, yeah. like the fact that the groundhog sees his shadow he like blames the groundhog weirdly <laughs> do you think that's on the level or is he just going mad like, um i think it's a fair thing to try yeah it's true like he's got um, he has infinite time so like yeah he's trying to break out of it any way that he can at that point in the movie so yeah like yeah. there's probably versions the cool thing about this movie is there's like a billion versions of this day we haven't seen yeah it's something so, like, like didn't he harold raver say it was like eight hundred thousand times over or something yeah, like a something really like really long time <laughs> Yeah, someone point someone I think worked it out that it could be eight years, and he like replied to them like, "No, man, it's way longer." It's yeah, hugely longer because he yeah. becomes like a concert pianist and like all kinds <laughs> yeah. of crazy shit. Like, can speak multiple languages like French and Spanish by the end. Yeah, yeah. He like fixes a guy's back in a day. Yeah, becomes like an honorary doctor. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's been in it, been in it for a very very long time. Um, yeah, you know what he has, but not yet because we're in day one at the moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's we... Bill Murray's brother playing Buster, um, the guy who holds up the groundhog. Oh really? That's cool. Yeah, they do he's look also, similar. Um, 
See, I didn't see it. I no? was like, why is this guy so familiar? And it's because he's in Wayne's World as well. Oh, right. They've got, like, yeah. I think they've got, like, pretty similar kind of, like, facial structure. So that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I think it's, like, this guy, Brian Doyle Murray, his voice is so distinctive and so different to Bill Murray that it, like, clouds. Oh, totally. Yeah. He's got, like, a very, like, very old school kind of, like, Three Stooges y kind of voice, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it. Good acting. Good, good guy. Oh, yeah. Proud to see him in the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so we get the we get the shadow scene, and then um, yeah, we're heading home in the snow. They're, they're like trying to drive home. Poor Phil gets trapped by the by the snowstorm. Yeah. Um, we get the like the vocal. Well, Great gig in the sky is playing right now, right? Because we had that start up. Um, yeah, we get the vocal like soothing to cutting to Phil in the bar being like a mm. just a jerk again, really frustrated <laughs> yeah. that he can't go home. <laughs> yeah yeah and then yeah our first our first loop starts and we're still in the middle of great gig unfortunately there's no real sync up with like day yeah. two, two day 1.2 i don't know like the second version of the same day yeah mm. yeah that's where i feel like if it was that's a big clue that there might not be an intentional sync because yeah, there would have been like a similar so. cue at least here it doesn't mm. have to be every day but you think there would be at least here just waiting at Sorry, what was that? Um, it's our first clue that we don't have any... That this might not be an intentional sync up with the album because there would be some sort of audio cue here to repeat. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a bit of a shame. Bit of a shame. But we're going to roll but... on past, right? We're going to move right into money. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Phil's... Think he's Something weird is going on. He's like kind of <laughs> yeah. freaking out. He's still rolling with the punches and just sort of going through the motions. Mm, I think he would, like, eh? Yeah, he's like, this is fucking weird. Did I have, like, a weird, like, double dream? What is going on? Mm. Um, but yeah, he's like, it's, he's going through the same events uh, of this of the previous day, um, moving basically into the intense part of the solo of money. Yeah. And that's when he steps in the puddle in front of Ned, Ned the Head again. Um, mm. Yeah. Spooky stuff! Oh yes, I'd be very scared if this happened to me. <laughs> yeah, I think I briefly touched on it last week, but like this flit, this wigged me out as a kid. This movie, like, yeah, I couldn't handle that kind of like horror. I guess, like, yeah, it's stuck a... in a loop. Not sure if you're going mad. Mm. It's a very existential kind of outside of your mind horror. That's like, Heck yeah, yeah. You like you put yourself in that situation. And you think, man, what? Like, how would I handle that? It's very mm. easy to like think. It's it's easy to like get the concept, but hard to wrap your head around. There's just like infinite possibilities of like what day would it be? Like, you know, it's scary. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a, a completely different read on this movie where it's a full on horror. <laughs> Oh yes! Like, in fact, they re- they made that. It's called Happy Death Day. Really? Yeah, there's a horror version of Groundhog Day. Wow, that's cool. Where is she it gets a... murdered once a, like every day and then restarts it. Oh jeez, is it a good movie? Uh, I haven't seen it, but they made a sequel. Oh, which is probably not a good sign. Yeah, no, probably not. It's still your death day. Is the <laughs> is that the name? Uh, Happy it? Death Day to you. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right, Look, movie There's makers. no doubt we'll talk about it one day. Yeah. <laughs> like, surprise, this is it's our curse. next episode. <laughs> ah! No, maybe not. Oh, Mitch. Don't tempt me. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you're in control. Um, yeah, so then we've got the, like, descending scale bit of money that I talk- I've talked about before. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going into the weather report here. I'm like these aren't major sinks they're just like things lining up like small scene transitions and stuff like that you know um yeah again the want... kind of things that would make lesser podcasters gasp yeah again yeah, that's not us baby um <laughs> i do want to talk about how awful it would be not having any hot, running hot water the entire time you're trapped in this time loop um oh i didn't even think of that yeah, yeah because the shower he has is cold you only really get this like i think three times he like yeah. tries the shower and it's just freezing cold but yeah he never gets to have a hot shower the entire time wow pretty like awful. 800 years or whatever it's it is yeah Max. that's a that's a bad time that's yeah. that's no good 
It's um, interesting though because his body wouldn't feel the repercussion of that. It's true. You yeah, know, like, I, I he's guess tired and stuff. I guess you would. Up. It's one of the things you'd stop caring about, right? But like, yeah, um, yeah. It's just an interesting one that he like falls for it multiple times and it's played for laughs. But it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just something that I thought about that was interesting. <laughs> I yeah, was like, hmm. that's the scariest part, actually. Really? All Not right. For me, being a little lady of leisure, like. <laughs> definitely you, you love your hot your hot showers and hot dinners yeah. all right <laughs> fair enough that's all right um yeah no there are there are scarier bits of the movie to me uh, but oh, yeah. we're gonna get through to fair them <laughs> uh what's your next thing that you got going on um i just kind of pointed out like other than the descending i wrote this down sorry the, other than the descending scale there's not a lot to sync up with money like we haven't really had True. anything really go for it yet it's a really it's long it's song. So long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we just said the exact... We synced then. Damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, no, it's a long one, so that makes sense to me. There's hmm. a very long solo, which is hard to sync up with stuff, but there are, like... There are pinpoints that you can yes, find syncs sure. with, you know? Yeah. I suppose it's better to think of that song, if you're playing along at home, think of that song more as a pinpointer mm. than its own song. True, true. And you might be in for more of a good time. Because it yeah. is sort of three songs, I guess. Like, it's the boom 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 money and then the guitar solo and then the saxophones and stuff and then it goes back into boom 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 yep yeah you, you get the tempo change in it as well yeah it's yeah. like very much very very interesting very like there's there's a lot going on in money but also it's um yeah it's a hard one to find syncs with but thematic mm. syncs yes uh oh yes re- regular sync ups harder but yeah there we go we're finding that out it's a mm. something it's add, add it to your scientific notes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah money finally winding down loop three of uh old mate phil's day is starting yeah. up and he does the like um he breaks a pencil to like prove to himself that this is actually happening yeah and that's a really cool little touch you know i only noticed that this watch and i was like yeah yeah it's it's pretty smart that's like a good time travel test hmm. you know it's very like like the totems inception or something <laughs> yeah it reminds me of um yeah uh we also get a real life sync and that while we were recording i broke a pen oh no and, uh, in the same film where bill murray broke a pencil oh my god like intentionally no okay <laughs> i've got to um i'm apologizing to everyone who's hearing like clicks and stuff because i keep putting things out of reach so i can't play with them and then i find new things oh no so i found that pen and i was like all right put this pen down put this pen down broke the pen definitely put this pen down mm. Mm. oh man that's yeah the struggles of yeah <laughs> it's true i can relate i can relate to to doing this I, I'm a I've big... got my hands on my hips i'm in superhuman pose okay that's how I we should record from now on actually yeah like at standing desks like standing like we're um superheroes that's that's yeah. what i that's what i want i think that would work quite well with next week's movie if i stick to it mm, okay mm. Oh, clues <laughs> what could it mean a movie about standing desks oh damn it you're on to standing desks <laughs> oh no <laughs> Yeah, so uh, my next thing is just like pointing out the little uh, cameo from Harold Ramis, the director. He plays the doctor in this. Oh no next way! Scene when he, he's getting checked out mentally, by, yeah, by the doctor and then the psychiatrist. Psychiatrist looks a lot like Adrian Brody. He does. Sadly, isn't. No, not him. But like, like well acted. Like he's like, I'd like mm. to see you tomorrow, and just like starts slamming the pillow into his face. Yeah. Oh dear. But yeah, cool seeing Harold Ramis here. Hmm. He looks, again, you, I think you mentioned this before, but he looks super different than he does in Ghostbusters. Yes, yeah. And you yeah. see him again and knocked up, like, a further nine years later, and he looks super different again. Oh, really? Wait, who yeah. does he play in Knocked Up? Is he, like, a doctor again, or...? No, I wish. He's, um, Seth, Rogen, Seth Rogen's dad's, or character's dad. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Sweet. I haven't seen Knocked Up, but, like, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. I, I imagine that's one of those movies that hasn't, like, has dated pretty badly now <laughs> i bet yeah you know, maybe, yeah maybe we'll find out dot, dot, oh dot. yeah you know um, we'll bring it into the current age pink floyd's 1973 dark side <laughs> of the moon <laughs> if anything can it's, yeah it's it's a movie that came out in the early 70s yeah an <laughs> album that came out sorry Ooh. that's so good mate um uh, we're losing our minds this is great <laughs> yeah 
So uh, Phil goes to this bowling alley, has a sad drink with some buddies. Yep. Some new buddies. Um, when they're trying to get into the guy's car, and he's like, oh, you've got to jiggle it. You've got to do this kind of like, he's kind of ha- showing out how to hack the car. Yep. Um, you get Cypher. the little vocal go like, short, sharp shock, and it won't do it again, which is like its own... T- the album's trying to give him a tip on how to hack into his car. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. We do get like a little call forwardy thing as well with the like... Um, the guy talking about the glass half empty, half full kind of thing. Yeah. Which is sort of the, it's like a preview of the like conceit of the, of the curse or whatever <laughs> that Bill Murray has, um, where he's got to like sort of take life as it is and become a better person mm. in order to get out of it. Um, yeah. I think it's a screenwriting thing where you should have a character state the moral that your character is going to learn pretty yeah. early. But they don't, don't accept it. They brush it yeah. off. Yeah. Yes, exactly very classic like refusing the call kind of thing yeah like hero's journey yeah, style. yeah there we go um yeah and then we do the the don't drive on the train tracks <laughs> yeah sequence which is very fun like oh, oh yeah yeah it's like quoting all these maxims that were like drilled into him as a kid that he doesn't need to follow anymore because he's outside of time <laughs> he's no longer following the rules yeah great bit when he when he orders um food out the window as well yeah love that and then yeah he's chucked in jail and wakes up again in his bed safe and sound it reminded me a lot of grand theft auto yeah actually oh it's a yeah. very similar vibe <laughs> he's in his own grand theft auto world and that's like very much what is happening from now on like he's, yes, he's yeah. treating life like it's grand theft auto a hundred percent just doing whatever he wants until that mm. becomes too mundane this is Actually, Much like the game Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it's very true to my experience with Grand Theft Auto, actually. <laughs> and, that, and that, like, you just sort of, like, do more and more ridiculous things and then that gets boring and you sort of drop it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, my yeah. advice for listeners is don't own Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, Borrow your friend's copy. That's a great tip. Absolutely. Yeah. It's still, Play like, it a, a stupid amount of money as well, like, at the moment. Oh, really? It's, like, an incredibly well-selling game, so they've never dropped the price. That's just a little uh, yeah. gaming tidbit in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> What's uh, up, fellow gamers? Hey, what up, deepfakers and gamers? Raise <laughs> your me. Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'd like to reiterate, uh, this is a Sprite-sponsored show. Yes, it is. I don't know if that actually was said on mic. But... Get out. I think. I hope so. <laughs> if not, if it wasn't canon before, it's canon now. Canon now. We're all drinking our Sprites <laughs> and our green and blue gradient tops. And, and oh, yeah. We're we're ready to do various sports and record a podcast um yeah probably on a rooftop at a party that's our move oh yeah yeah um yeah so he's stoked now to be repeating the same day he can do whatever he wants but Mm. uh he hasn't learned the lesson right so yeah he's just this is probably the grossest part of the movie right he's yeah he dives into like fueling his like carnal sins in a way (laughs) He, like, eats all the food, um, the brain damage is playing in the diner, he's, like, mm. got all the, he's ordered a shitload of food, and then he's, like... He does use... a giggle during the lunatic is on the grass. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he's doing, like, the creepy, like, using time travel magic to get with Nancy. <laughs> yeah. Which is disgusting, but, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something strange. I saw. The, I watched the film about time this weekend, which is Richard Curtis, who did uh, Love Actually and stuff. Mm. He made a time a movie where Dom Hall Gleason can travel through time, and he uses it to like fall in love with Rachel McAdams. But it's pretty oh. much just that scene. If it was a movie, because it's just him kind of time travel manipulating her the whole film. Yeah, is this the like time traveler's wife or something? Is that what that's different? Called? Rachel McAdams film about time travel. Oh, Would really? You believe it? Wow. about loving a time traveler man talk about being typecast yeah holy shit in the weirdest most like specific way yeah man you need to step out of your bubble rachel that's a pro tip <laughs> you, you need to let be us a... men who aren't in the industry tell you how to <laughs> oh no your acting career i've become that which i hate i take it back i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry it's no good no. Um, we know yeah. what's in your heart you're a good person okay good Whew. um yeah but we got the the creepiness with nancy now mm. um I, in my notes i've written he's got it all figured out <laughs> at the at the end of playthrough one of the of the album or at least mm. he thinks so um, the album 
finishes with him dressed as a cowboy as well. Which... It does, yeah. He steals the money and then rocks up to the movie theater, and he's mm. desperate, dressed as like a desperado cowboy. Um, yeah, on his way to see Heidi Two. Yeah, I don't know anything. Is that a real movie or, or like? Uh... A... Might be a reference to like one of Harold Ramis's previous films or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he puts Heidi Two in everything. Yeah, I don't know. Or like shouting out a childhood pet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Heidi Two, not a real film. Okay, that's fine. Probably... Heidi, a film I had on um, VHS and never watched. Oh, I don't. I don't know anything about that. Well, it's like, huh. what was that? Uh, Heidi, she lives in the mountain. <laughs> Heidi is a film where she lives in the mountains, she yodels, oh, yeah. um, she kind of, it just has a nice time from memory. Okay. Again, haven't seen it. Yeah. I have gone swimming with a friend and she was like, oh, this is like in Heidi. And I was like, oh, no. going to pretend I know what you mean. Uh, look out for the swimming scene in, in Heidi if you're <laughs> yeah. watching. There you go. No, notable swimming scene. Oh yeah. Sinks up very well to money, I'm sure. Oh yeah. As everything does. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we get into like heartbeats and stuff of winding up your first playthrough and this is where mm. our sync our loop begins oh yes we're we're on a different kind of time loop to old mate um bill uh yeah bill slash phil uh bill phil bill phil yeah um and so the we're we're on a lot slower but we're, we're catching up i suppose um hmm yeah he's tr- the next it's the album starting up again and he's trying to make moves on like rita next and this is yeah like, where the next arc of the movie is sort of going to take place he's trying to do yeah this- it's kind of a nice clean kind of the fact it loops when it starts focusing on him trying to woo rita yes yeah it's like a, a the next the next sequence that's going to play out is over the next playthrough is him trying to like romance rita and then uh, figuring out that that's never going to happen and yeah. uh, accepting that and moving on and trying to better himself so yeah um but yeah that's that's what's to come that's a little preview uh <laughs> but yeah we get the the this is some creepy more creepy scenes of him basically trying the same nancy thing uh on rita but she's a harder yeah. nut to crack you know we get yeah. like a lot of repeating of the same scene but he's like taking notes in between each yeah. day each day playthrough or whatever you know he's like following a script um yeah it's so great as well when that's clearly not working for him and he just desperately is like i like snowmen yeah oh the kids let me adopt them yeah he's getting like frustrated with it not working <laughs> yeah. yeah it's pretty good um yeah this reminds me a lot of the movie primer have you seen that no you've told me to see that and i rebelled it's oh fair enough it's a it's a, it's kind of a hard watch it's a, like a very realistic time travel movie um where these guys invent time travel i'm not going to spoil it but at one point um one of the characters has is like reliving uh a day ahead of himself and he's following a script of what he's said on that day um, oh, it's yeah. super complicated yeah. but like um it reminds me a lot of this scene where he's like following the script to get like the perfect outcome which is a cool cool like time travel trope that's being used yeah Mm. it's pretty cool that like this kind of like light comedy movie like so many other people have kind of taken just one scene of it and managed to build entire films on that yeah definitely it's like a um yeah that's why i like put science fiction first and rom-com second in this in this even though it's like you wouldn't think science fiction when you see when you think about groundhog day but it totally is Um, yeah yeah it's also like never explained why this is happening to him it's just yes i really liked that yeah it's just it's just how it is so Mm. yeah um but yeah i do like uh, just a quick note i do like the the repeating uh like trope i guess i don't know the barman is like listening into conversations never says a word but is always like shaking his head being like (laughs) these bloody guys yeah what if the barman is also like looping and that's why he's like oh you're trying this again oh maybe he's like yeah he's the partnering partnering crime kind of thing he's like been doing yeah. it for way longer but like <laughs> but like has gotten used to it and understands and he's just like in this bar just like seeing what minor differences happen you know yeah okay yeah. hear me out because i think it's in this it's in this montage where andy mcdowell rita sorry yep. is like do you have deja vu yeah like she's getting some sense of this loop yes and like yeah i kind of like it's just 
part of me wants to think that like this is a r- problem everyone in this world has is everyone mm. will get their day looped oh it just hasn't happened to like specific people yet yeah yeah maybe um yeah no she's like she's like it's kind of raises the question if she can like see outside of the loop or she feels like something's wrong right yeah yeah it's i don't know she's like aligning with the uh audience and how sketchy this whole situation is (laughs) definitely yeah uh, um we get the the clocks come back and a way scarier when these, oh yeah these darn kids throw this snowball at him yep the snowball fight with the clocks going off this, mm. alarm bells are ringing in my head when this is happening as well <laughs> so that's that's pretty good they yeah get the like creepy like slow dancing in the snow as well yeah. at the start of time which like has like a completely different feel i think there's like in the movie this definitely has music but it's not um somber kind of like weird <laughs> guitar sounds yeah so yeah uh yeah she she finally like turns him down after mm. like going through all this stuff um to times solo she's like figures out that it's like all this like weird elaborate elaborate setup yeah and um, then we get a sequence of phil getting slapped across the face which is very cathartic because he bloody deserves it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it doesn't sync up to the beat of pink floyd but it still felt good yeah felt good to watch but um mm. but no uh no no sync ups there um it does th- that sequence does start at the same time the time at that uh times tempo changes though oh so, yeah so that's nice um mm. yeah uh, then we get him walking home sort of defeated <laughs> he's like i can't figure it out he gives up basically and sees yeah. all the uh ice sculptures and the line home home again plays over mm, that perfectly yeah he's going back to the resigning himself to the to the fate kind of yeah and we, it's really nice because we get this huge close-up of these this rotary clock ticking yeah, over i love and that. it's to this like dun dun um sad piano starting off great gig in the sky yes that i have that gives, yeah. yeah sorry almost okay. gives it a, like 2001 a space odyssey vibe mm, definitely it's it's just probably my favorite shot in the whole movie the like really oh, yeah. dramatic uh time flicking over mm. shot it's just it's really cool uh yeah it's, it, it shows you how serious the fate is <laughs> yeah yeah and then we get like a short sequence of him destroying the clock radio in frustration <laughs> yeah every morning yeah um and then yeah the next bit is him kidnapping the groundhog he says the line i've come to the end of me which is bleak <laughs> um, yes oh my gosh uh yeah this is sort of matching i figured like this sequence is the the like him committing suicide and stuff like that is fits the um album's themes the closest mm. um and the fact that this is happening with great gig in the sky is not lost on me as well that's a, <laughs> that's a good a good little sync there um yeah yeah you get him like it's like a car chase but we're getting the great king sky playing over top mm, it's not quite uh it doesn't like it doesn't sink no it doesn't yeah but we've got yeah, we get the uh the shot of the groundhog at the wheel this is what i think <laughs> of when i think of the movie me too <laughs> yeah so uh, good he's giving a little like dry deadpan like dr- driving advice yeah don't the drive angry <laughs> yeah. what a little guy love him yeah oh yeah but yeah then uh he kills himself for the first time like drives off yeah. the off the cliff into the quarry <laughs> the car explodes dramatically yeah. very and, grand theft auto yeah and insult to injury um and then yeah like the like fade out of the car on fire cutting back to the clock radio going off again is yeah cool filmmaking it's just like he's like oh no <laughs> hmm. waking up and you get how cold um chris uh kelly's character is the mic the camera guy mm. uh when he's just like oh yeah he's not okay yeah well yeah he's like well the thing is like um uh phil's character right he's been a jerk to base to everyone in his life up until this point no one's given him no one that actually knows him is giving him the time of day right yeah and like it's only been emphasized by his behavior that we have seen like throughout the d- reliving the day he's like taking advantage completely of the situation so like he is a jerk in essence especially at the start here so him not getting sympathy from uh the cameraman character i think is pretty justified yeah yeah um yeah he sees him but it makes me 
like by the end of it you kind of feel like this guy this cameraman chris elliott's character is like he's the one due for his loop next yeah or something. yes the, the the sequel to groundhog day is definitely um this character's come up yeah and it's it's just the next day as well like, <laughs> yeah it happens immediately after yeah uh, and it'd be great like he's left town so he can't like get back to phil and rita and be like yo you know what that thing you were talking about it's happening to me yeah like phil can't offer his sage advice <laughs> yeah yeah i'll just like ride it out learn the piano man yeah gotta do what you gotta do I mean... do you think bill murray learned how to be so chill uh <laughs> making this film i hope so i hope he took yeah. away some lessons here that'd be good because like i this is entirely assumption but like i think okay. a lot of the kind of things about him being difficult on set kind of mm. wound down after this movie mm. that, well that's good i don't know yeah like yeah he he did, i've mentioned this previously but yeah he seems like he could be like kind of tough to work with but yeah so we get uh he's like resigned himself we get the sequence the um him throwing himself off the tower and killing himself in multiple this is the comedic suicide sequence <laughs> yeah the romp yeah oh, what a bloody happy go lucky film this is eh? <laughs> yeah Woo, funny stuff um but yeah it, then it winds up with him saying that he like he's like i'm a god he's like i can't mm. like, he can't die he's invulnerable he like keeps waking up um he knows everything that was going to happen off by heart now yeah it's, it's really cool the great the great sequence of him like just revealing all the details that he knows about people and stuff like that yeah um yeah he, he there's the great line that he says um maybe the real god isn't um, omnipotent he's just been around so long that he knows everything oh yeah yeah which is yeah pretty cool what i do wonder is like do you think there's any uh would you listen to an argument that says every time he restarts mm. he wakes up in a different universe and then that means every universe thing carries on yeah that's there? true like are there like a thousand like what many 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 splinter realities where he mm. like every every one of these days leads to um a follow-up like yeah quite possibly but like there's uh yeah it's it's pretty dark to think about because presumably he doesn't learn the lesson for quite a while right yeah exactly so, he's making more of these there's probably even from what we see more of the universes that he creates he makes worse than yeah, the ones he makes better absolutely maybe that's the the curse like lined out actually like he has to make more um universes better than he makes worse off Whoa. and that's how he escapes yeah and he just unfortunately not knowing it he sets himself this bad precedent because he makes like the initial like x amount worse yeah i think he's piling up on it and he's gonna like dig his way out like a groundhog by <gasps> making uh, yeah making the life better and until he doesn't see his shadow anymore you know <gasps> his shadows are his sins mm, his the... shadows are his sins i think we fucking solved the movie man ah. <laughs> we, we can we can wrap this one up right here <laughs> yeah. and now if we want holy crap <laughs> We, we we read through the lines mate we figured it out harold you need to give us a call yeah have we oh, won that's gonna we, be hard for him to do are we the ears uh, to your fortune now i hope so oh, please yeah, yeah. i want to get that national lampoon vacation money <laughs> don't we all oh yeah oh man <laughs> but yeah finally he's like moved down the path of self-realization and he's mm. um he's trying to become a better person um yeah there's yeah. not a lot of sinks in this like becoming a better person montage no true but the, which the, i don't know there could be said that pink floyd's not really like inspirational gym music yeah it's like they, like they do the there's like a short scene where rita like says that she'll like stay with him right mm. and um yeah that syncs up with uh we're in us and them which is like yeah. quite a quite a sweet wee song and um hmm. them being like close together and him like figuring out that like he's he's sort of resigned himself to becoming better now and like yeah. he, he states his love for her uh saying that he doesn't he like confesses to her saying that he doesn't deserve her when she's hmm. fully asleep um and that's where the line down and out plays oh, in yeah. us and them yeah 
And yeah, we see it's still Groundhog Day. It's still in the loop. He needs to start making things better to get out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so good though, because he doesn't know that. So he's only make, he's only being a better person with no... You know that whole argument like, are you a good person if you get any reward from it? Yeah, yeah. He's like not getting any reward from it. He's just going to keep being looped, but he still goes out and saves people. So yeah. like, he's really reaching a higher ground. He may as well. This is got to be. This is the lesson of Groundhog Day. This is the lesson of the movie, right? Is that like the yeah. meaning of life is to like become a better person, to learn things, and to like make the world that you're in a better place, right? That's what. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's saying. Um, in order, like otherwise, you'll be like trapped in a cycle of self-defeat. You know, it's pretty bad. Yeah, but yeah, that that's that's the conceit of the movie, I think. But yeah, mm. we we cl- we clocked it better earlier. I think our, <laughs> yeah. our read on the movie was perfect before, so we're not gonna. That's interesting to link it back to this show. The like, it's all really similar to what Tommy Wiseau says. Yeah, actually, um, halfway through the room. Yeah, it's similar values. It, it, Less eloquently put by Tommy, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, you're better than Tommy. Yeah. Instead of having, like, the conceit of your movie just stated in the, in the first <laughs> act. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, that's all right. We, mm. can't, we can't all be one of the greats. He's, work, he's, he's working away. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we so get... So we get... Ooh. Oh, ooh. Go oh, ahead. Where do we get, James? Oh, okay. Um, any colour you like now, right? He's, yeah. This is where he's starting to um, become a better person. He's reading the books in the diner, just chilling out. He's learning piano. I really love the idea of him having his first piano lesson over and over again. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that would be really funny. We see like little snippets of it, but um, him like coming in, him coming in as a like a grandmaster pianist for like yeah. the final wrap up lessons for me is really really funny. <laughs> He's like, learned. I also love that he gives her a thousand dollars and she kicks this other student out. Yeah, man, class, classic bloody piano teachers. Oh yeah, oh, they're greedy. They got into it for the money, you know. That's where all the money is. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, him, he's learning. I, I appreciate him learning the piano. I think Bill Murray can actually play piano, right? That's that's real. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He like jams with uh, lounge groups and stuff all the time. I think that's cool. Yeah. yeah nice good on him i don't think he can actually ice sculpt which is another thing that he's learning here <laughs> yeah. with a chainsaw um pretty cool I, th- I think that this is a real thing as well people do like uh ice sculpting chainsaw competitions maybe, oh yeah maybe we should get really good at that gareth as like a side project <laughs> to this podcast but on our off hours do you want to yeah. get real good at ice ice sculpting with me yeah okay is, is that yeah. something we can commit to uh do we yeah, need... I don't live in a town that's very good for keeping ice, but uh, true. You know, we need we'll we'll, maybe we need another Patreon tier to sort that out for us to get the equipment. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, if you want, to, I if would you... definitely if enough fans want it, I'll take a microphone to an ice sculpting lesson. We'll cut yeah. together a great forty-five minute episode that syncs up perfectly with Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, how how good can we get at ice sculpting before the end of the <laughs> album? Would... <laughs> you know what, <laughs> yeah. what happens? Let us know. Um, if you want to hear that <laughs> might not be great audio just like chainsaws <laughs> yeah. but i don't know some people might be into it it's pretty avant-garde forward-thinking stuff oh yeah much yeah. like us and much like pink floyd there you go that's what our that's what our audience demands so we're gonna we're gonna forge on ahead right yeah um yeah he's like we get another mighty anti-sync when we oh. get to the party are you, yeah. are you ready for the party? I'm ready for the party. I'm ready. Yeah. Um, so this is, we've I got, believe it's another, that's the end of an album, right? Oh, actually, I'm not ready for the party. I lied. <gasps> oh, this I, is just like when you and I go into a real party and you have to try on like 50 outfits. And that's I'm like, true. Are you not ready for the party? Gareth's going to make some eggs before we go. So <laughs> Quite. That's, that's a shout out to specific people there. Um, <sighs> got him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I just want to talk about the old man dying is the, yeah. is the other part of this movie. Brain damage plays over this whole sequence, which is really quite beautiful. Um, yeah, the the old man, the little homeless man that we've been seeing who he's refused to give money to several times and is now like only thinking to look out for him now. Um, he dies on the at the mm. end of the day, basically, and there's nothing that Bill Murray can do, that Phil can do to um, save him. He like give, feeds him soup. Um, yeah. 
and yeah, the 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 nurse says um, sometimes people just die, and that's that's a really good sync with the album, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like uh, when he's dying, the old man dies in the alleyway um, when he's trying to he's giving him mouth to mouth and trying to save him. The line "I'll see you on the dark side of the moon" plays mm. as well, which is yes, nice. I forgot to write that one down. Mm. A little one, oh, yeah, yeah, and the, all right, I'm ready for the party now. He does like okay. very various errands and like looks after yeah. some people, and then we're we're at the party. There's a big celebration. Of, yeah, uh, so this is like Bill Murray's like spoiler, but this is his final day. Yes, and um, the yeah, day he wakes he... up and he does everything right. He saves a lot of lives. He helps a lot of people. Yeah, I figured out as well. If you watch the film from the start to the seven minute mark. Mm then skip ahead to minute um to one hour 21 okay you can pretty much watch the cleanest version of it okay it's the groundhog day speed run um (laughs) where he doesn't get in the loop he just you experience it pretty much how like uh every other character experiences it where he's just this curmudgeon and then he's this like amazing dude the next day yeah Yeah. so if you're in a rush and still want to fit in some groundhog day the Groundhog Day speedrun. Man, that's a weird experience. Him, him like, completely changing as a character with none of the middle. Yeah. <laughs> that's a weird, like, movie speedrun tactic that I like. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's like, man, having to put to put the pieces together of, like, how did we get here? Oh, well, I guess I'll never know. <laughs> hey, if you've watched enough bad movies, like, you kind of, you get a bit immune to that. You're just like, okay, this guy's completely different now. Why not? Yep, I'll just accept it. I'm ready to move yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I, I like that tactic a lot let us know <laughs> listeners if any of you have done the uh the bloody movie speed run of uh yeah. groundhog day check it out again that's zero to seven minutes and okay. then uh one hour 21 till ending till credits awesome yeah yeah let us know uh yeah we get the the, the party he's playing the piano grooving um yeah He's playing like a jazz standard or something, but he's doing a really good, um, impre- the band's doing a great impression of Pink Floyd. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, no, because this is silent. Oh, this that's right. Yes, no, through. no. You are absolutely <laughs> yeah. right. It's the end of the second playthrough and the band mm. is playing on screen, but we're getting absolute silence. Everyone's grooving away. It's another mighty anti-sync. It sure is. Yeah. That's a shame. That's that's yeah. two anti-syncs that we've had. So yeah, um, in a row. Yeah, hard to say that that's intentional. I can't argue mm. my intentionality thing for this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot harder. Mm. Yeah, if, I think it's because it's the second silence. If it had been the first, yeah, we could have been like, oh yeah, intentional. Yeah, yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, but also like I think so much about this is all these people. This is the day they meet him, and he's like yeah. does all this stuff. But like even that band, like he just shows up and he's like, "Hey, I'm a weather man. Um, can I just play with you guys? I'm real good at the piano." Yeah. And they'll be like, "We have a pianist." Like, he just comes in with the confidence. Well, the pianist is the piano teacher, right? So presumably the uh, like thousand dollar exchange has happened, and so she can yeah. vouch for him and be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, go up and play. Go. I'm proud of you. You're my student. Go ahead." So that's how he must get there. I don't know, mm. but um. Yeah, he's like so ingratiated into the town that like everyone loves him at this stage. Like he's done enough that like everyone in the town is like, "Hell yeah, we love this guy." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's kind of like a weird narcissistic dream of mine to go into a small town and just like win them all over. Yeah, <laughs> in a day. Yeah, like the Rock at the start of um, Fast Eight. It's just everyone loves him after doing the street race. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That's all we want, you know. <laughs> I feel that it's nice. Mm. It's nice to go where everybody knows your name, Gareth. Um, da, 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 dun, dun. Uh, there we go. <laughs> um, so it's very. The sun is set um, in Auckland, New Zealand, so I can't actually see my notes. Oh, no. What? <laughs> Are you in, like, pitch darkness? Oh, the God. The sun was up when we started. Oh, wow. Has it been that long? Uh, oh, don't worry about it, man. It's podcasts, baby. Hey, uh, yeah. So I just want a little note that he gives the um, uh, the young married couple uh, a they give a, he he gives them tickets to WrestleMania, which is a minor. Oh note. yeah. Um, also, the 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 groom here is played by someone fairly famous, who I'm going to look up really really quick while I vamp. Um, but he's he's played by like a fairly famous uh, yeah to do some whole music or something I don't know. <laughs> Um, oh god. Uh, 
He's, he's played by, like, someone quite famous. Is it? No. I don't uh, know. Michael Shannon is, oh, okay. is the groom. Um, who's From, like, um, he's in Knives Out, right? He is in Knives Out. He's in, like, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. And, yeah, great actor. Like, really, really young here. <laughs> I didn't Whoa. recognize him until, like, until this watch. I was like, oh, shit, I know this guy. So, yeah, pretty cool. Oh, yay. I love that kind of stuff, eh? Like, yeah. um, Chris Messina showing up in, uh... Uh, that film we watched. Oh no! <laughs> You've got mail. That's the one. It's blending Oof. together. Yeah, yeah. It kind of is. That's all right. Yeah, because well, they've all got the same soundtrack, so they all kind of. Yeah, that's true. They're all like one long watch, really. Yeah, mm. maybe like episode a hundred is us writing our own film, oh. Two Dark Side of the Moon, featuring all our beloved characters. So we've met. Hell yes. Yes. I'm a hundred percent in for that yeah okay there's no need for a patreon tier to that i'm willing to commit <laughs> to that right now um the worst thing is i've now committed you to what like 92 more episodes that's fine too i don't really mind about that we're gonna oh, go sorry. we're gonna go as long as we're gonna go you know it's fine yeah yeah we get the uh the bachelor auction next on the runs yeah. playing over the bachelor auction which adds a weird feel to it <laughs> oh yeah um kind of yeah. makes it feel darker yeah and like Nancy and Doris are both bidding for, um, bidding for Phil here in the in the bachelor auction, which is like another weird thing. Maybe this is like another holdover of the either he's become such a eligible bachelor that they that they both want him, or hmm. is this like a holdover from like remembering outside of the time loop? I don't know. Yeah, a little extra thing. Editor's hmm. notes there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, yeah. when they release the, like, a million-page novel explaining the lore of this, yeah. that's when we'll get our answers. Yes. Hopefully. Harold, mm. please. But release, <laughs> Harold. release release, the scripts. Release the tapes. <laughs> release the Snyder Cut. Yes. <laughs> Only <laughs> you can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mate. Yeah, Rita buys uh, him, and then he does, like, a, a... I think it's not an ice sculpture, not a chainsaw ice sculpture, but he makes her face out of, like, snow i think yeah yeah pretty impressive it's quite lovely it's a bit yeah. strange that he has really only hung out with her for a day by her standards but he yeah. can like memorize her face he can perfectly make her face out of snow yeah that's the clincher <laughs> that's what gets her uh but yeah he finally he, he bloody gets it right and gets the girl you know mm. and that's it that's he's the curse is broken yeah he yeah. wakes up and it's now february the 3rd 1993 yeah, for uh, the Pink first Floyd's time. magazine still available. Still, still on the shelves. <laughs> um, he's escaped the loop, and he can't bloody. Unfortunately, believe it. he's also like spent way too much money on Ned's life insurance, and has <laughs> to deal with that. <laughs> That's true. Ned's made his weird real noise and has like made off <laughs> yeah. with all of his bloody money. What yeah. if Ned was the one doing this and oh, he was just shit. making sure he'd get all the money? Yeah, that's the other read, is that, like, Ned's yeah. cursed him because he's vengeful after <sighs> he doesn't remember him on yeah. the street. And he's like, right, I'm going to enact the groundhog, the ancient tradition of Groundhog Day to curse and so I'm oh, going to extort this man for all his money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, like, the start of Ned's wizard powers was when he was trying, trying, because he says he tried to date... Uh, Phil's sister over and over again oh, until he yeah. stopped him. Man, Maybe just... he didn't quite have his looping powers right and like Phil saw through it oh, and stopped no. him. That's a long standing oh. vengeance pact. Yeah. Made by Ned. That's oh. the that's the other read on this movie. Yeah. Another really Ned dark goes one. on our baddie board. He does. Put him up there. Yeah. Yeah. Shout uh, he wakes Ned. up Oh sorry, shout no, out. I just wanted to shout him out, that was all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he wakes up a minute twenty too slow for the clocks. And that yeah. drove me wild. Yeah, that's a shame. It worked so well the first time, right? Like we yeah. can't we can't have it we can't have it happen twice. That would be pretty unreal. That would probably make up for the anti sinks earlier, but mm. yeah, that would probably be a ten if both time at least twice, like the start of the curse and end of the curse. Yeah, that's pretty real. Clocks, right? but... Those would be two really strong bullet points on the list. Yeah. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, but... He looks out the window and sees the town when Pink Floyd sing "Hometown." Yep. Which foreshadows him wanting to live there. It's true. He does. He goes outside and declares that he wants to live there. Um, 
because he, he knows everyone in the town extensively and all of their history. That's true, yeah. Might be a yeah. bit weird. I'd want to move, personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if you've been yeah. trapped somewhere for, what, like 10,000 years, you would be like, uh, yeah, let's see what else there is. Let's see the rest of the world now. <laughs> I've only read about it in every book. Mm. You know? But I'm trapped here in this small town. Yeah, I'd want to move, but hey, that's, yeah. up, to, that's up to Phil. He's got We're the... more wild stallions than he is. You yeah. know how it is. I don't know. But yeah, they kiss uh, yeah. and go out on the street to start their new life. And uh, yeah. the credits play over the verse two of time is when they're starting up. And that's it. Hmm. Yeah. Have there been a few more lyrics about time in the song Time? We could be like, oh, hey, time. Hey. But, it's oh, true. Oh. It's more like... Exist- that's Groundhog Day, baby. That is. That is Groundhog Day. We've, we've escaped the loop. <laughs> of, of our of our podcast and we're ready to give it a rating i would say yeah hmm. it's a tricky one this to rate right absolutely yeah it like, was another where they felt a little separate like at some points i was listening to the music some points i was watching the movie mm, yes yeah i would agree it's like um yeah those two big like big silences in the middle of the uh plays usually like that has some kind of context and things i think this is the first time they've really stuck out as being like a yeah. sore thumb you know it's no good. But, um, mm. yeah, so that's dropping it down several points for me. Yeah. The um, clocks. If it was entirely on clocks, it would be getting a strong, like, eight. Yeah, definitely. But that... everything else is kind of dropping it. Yeah. I would say we are below half here. I want to give it, like, Ooh. a four. You know? Yeah. That's where yeah, I'm Yeah, 4.5, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 4.5. Let's lock that Agreed. one in. Plot Locked it in it the in. graph. Um, yeah. Yeah. All good. All good. Let's uh, let's find out what we're going to be watching next. It's Gareth's turn to choose. So okay. I'm, I'm on tenterhooks. So James, we sort of realised um, a couple of weeks ago that you've been giving me these movies that I would really like. Like you've given yeah. me, you know, David Bowie, Bill Murray, like Moon. I get to revisit Pokemon. I get to revisit. I haven't actually. I kept thinking about Pokemon. Oh, really? in different ways since then like i'm actually considering trying to get my nintendo ds back and like Aww. start up a game again oh, i'm happy like cool. you've really given me these gifts and i've given you fast and furious age and you've got mail <laughs> hey man and r- the room they've been gifts in their own way you know <laughs> so i was like okay i sat down and i was like what does james like oh well james likes you know fantasy and he likes True. magic yep so i was like okay magic right so i went down to the shop and i asked the man all right. what, what has magic? I want the most magical thing you've got. And he's okay. like, well, this movie, this movie has an extra, extra large amount of magic. And I was like, perfect. I'll take oh, it. Oh, no. So I got oh, home no. and it. And the man said, this is what you'd like. So our next film is <laughs> Magic Mike XXL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Oh, I, I can said t- it's what you'd want. It's true. I, I can tell you've really learned your lesson here. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to get into the, a film that's ma- clearly made for me. Um, I know nothing about it, but uh, it uh, sure will be a surprise. Uh, it's... I've seen it. I saw it on holiday with um, our friends James and Becca. And oh, yeah. like afterwards, we went to our like separate rooms and they could just hear me singing <laughs> Pony after it. Hey, what a jam, it though. Is... It, yeah, it's a jam. The film's a journey. Mm. It's, yeah, we're going to have a lot to discuss. Great. Okay. I can't wait. Uh, yeah. Or all... it's an hour and a half of us in stunned silence. Well, that could also happen, you know? <laughs> I don't know if that's going to make a great podcast record, but no, we'll see. No, exactly. We, if that happens, we will just release an, an hour and a half of silence. So, yeah. Yeah. Look forward to that. Or not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, until until you receive that in your, in your podcast inbox, uh, it's... <laughs> It's, that's it from us, the boys here at St. Yeah. Floyd. Um, um, I've been Gareth Blackler. And I've been James Barron. Um, check us out on uh, St. Floyd Pod on Twitter. And yep. until then, we'll see you on the dark side of the moon. On the dark side of the moon, maybe, yep. Yeah. <laughs> there you go.